Most studio owners decide to open their fitness and wellness businesses because they want to help people and add more meaning to their lives. Their heart is in the right place, they're great people, but scaling a profitable business that feels incredible to own and run is trickier than ever before. So where they get stuck is no one's ever shown them how to run a wildly successful business without the overwhelm and the chaos. Plus, they're doing it all alone. Until now. Welcome to the Geronimo Unfiltered Podcast for ambitious boutique studio owners who are allergic to average and know they're capable of more. They're just missing the how. I'm Dozer, your host, CEO and founder of the Geronimo Academy, and together with my crew and my community of owners and managers who are the doers and the implementers, we are on a mission to pioneer a better way to own and operate a health and fitness business while building a life you love, not hate. So if you're ready to push the boundaries, level up your money, meaning an impact, and stop doing it alone, then you're in the right place. This is going to be raw and unfiltered, zero bullshit. So take a deep breath, strap yourself in, and let's get fucking started. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Oh, how was last week's episode? Did you like the episode with Anna? I bet it was a treat. I bet you had some laughs. I bet you took some stuff from it, and maybe a couple of things would have sort of hit you right in the chest. Now, listen. What I want you to do with all these episodes isn't just to binge these episodes and go from podcast to podcast to episode to episode. What I want you to do is I actually want you to at some point stop and go, right, what am I actually learning? I want to encourage you, what have you actually implemented? What have you taught the team? What have you shared with someone else who you think needs to hear what that episode was about? I don't want you just to take it in and learn, learn, learn. I want you to actually do stuff, implement stuff. Okay. So last week's episode with Anna and sales honestly has the potential to change the trajectory of whatever business you're in. We're getting feedback that people outside the gym industries are finding these episodes of a lot of value, which I'm absolutely thrilled for. It was accidental, but I'm absolutely thrilled for. So even in your business, whatever it is, doesn't have to be in the gym world. What have you implemented from these episodes? Where can you improve What value is being dropped? Because what we say in the academy, it's not what's taught, it's what's caught, right? And ultimately, it's the action that's going to change the outcome of wherever it is that you're in right now. So with that, you know, we talk about implementation, like, you know, the academy, the Million Dollar Studio and our boot camp and even our VIP level stuff, it's actually implementation. You probably already have the answers. You just need to implement some stuff. So with that, this particular episode is... Yeah, one that we kind of, you know, struggle with the idea of getting this out there because we're going to kind of uncover stuff we haven't never said publicly. And I don't want it to come across as taking shots at anyone else out there in the industry, but I'm coming from this from a perspective of you guys. Okay. I love you guys. I want to be honest with you guys and I want you guys to know the truth. So with that, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Geronimo Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dozer, and we're here with Benny as well. Yeah, yeah. So today what we want to talk about is ads, Facebook ads, lead generation, but it's not about how to do it. It's a bit of kind of like peeling back the curtain and revealing some truths that are going to be controversial, but I'm coming from this episode from a position of empowerment. I want to empower you, the listeners, the owners and the managers to educate you, to shine a light on what is actually happening behind the scenes in the industry and for you to make your own decision on that. So, Benny, where did this episode come from? 
So this episode came from a lot of stuff that I see when clients come to us for their first call. So people come to us like one of two ways. And a lot of people are using an agency, a guru, a marketing person, a marketing girl. There's someone normally helping them with their Facebook ads. And I see one of two things happen on the way in. They either say, look, oh, look, I'm going all right with leads. I'm getting a couple of leads. How many leads are you getting a month? Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Or average month. How many? Oh, I might get um, one, one, one a week. Mm. Okay, so that's a disaster straight away. You don't have lead generation if you're getting one lead a week. Yeah. Okay, so our guys are getting 50 or 60 leads a month. is enough. It's enough leads, right? Mm. The second side of it is they say, all right, I'm getting heaps of leads. I don't have a leads problem. Okay, so we go through the you know the handbrakes in their business. How many of those leads are you selling on to an intro offer? Oh, well, none. Oh, you get know, one a month, two a month. But I don't have a leads problem. I've got a sales problem. I said, no, you, you actually do have a leads problem because you don't have the right lead quality in place in your business, right? You're getting a whole lot of done leads coming at you. Yeah, and we, we see that happen. They always get defensive about their agency. Oh, it's not their fault. You know, like it's the salesperson's fault. I said, no, that's, it is their fault because they're just trying to say you, they're delivering the leads to you, right? Mm. And you can unpack it further. Look, what offer you're running? I don't know. We get that as well. I don't know what offer I'm running. The agency will pick it out for mm. Or even worse, it gets to that point where it's such a confusing offer. Even someone who's been in the industry for as long as we have, it's hard to understand. Oh, it's a free 28-day challenge, but you only get the challenge if you're a member. So the leads think they're getting something for free. They're getting on a call with a salesperson. It's just trickery. It's just trickery. Yeah. But you you will get a lead in the door from that. So yeah, there's a lot of underhanded stuff that I see from the agency world to either get people leads or you know just stitch them up and actually not deliver on enough leads that the business needs. The heartbreaking thing is that there's so many good people with those like red lead gen stats and they just think that's the reality. Yeah. What's the industry response, the typical industry response? Well, they're either saying, oh, look, no, the pre-COVID and now it's this, or they say, oh, you know, I've got three other competing studios in my area, so obviously my lead flow will have to halve. They just accept it now as well. And then so you've got these really good people with really good studios that are suffering by the time they get to you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to be honest, that's the bit where we just like, we're sick of, like I can't take it anymore. Like it's so sad to see them completely out with sand, even though there's another way. And what this episode isn't, isn't a sell for us. I just want to kind of bring the real talk is because the real talk is we used to be the fucking problem too. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I want to talk about here. Okay. I want to get honest. We used to be the problem too. So let's rewind. The purpose of this episode is to bring you in on a dirty little secret happening in this industry with the intent to empower you, the owner or the manager, and to bring matters into your own hands, okay? To educate you so you can make up your own mind with the knowledge and the context. Yeah, and show show you a better way on how you do this. So we're here today talking about like marketing for studios or lead gen, lead gen, lead gen, like leads. It's a staple of the industry. Every single studio thinks they have a lead gen problem, Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we always joke. Everyone thinks they just need more leads. Yeah. Now we've generated, oh, fuck. How many leads? Hundreds, I don't know, hundreds of thousands. I don't know. Like since 2018. So that's when we first started. We're, you know, we've done it in 17 countries with over 350 studios. And like, I think we spent about $100,000 a month on lead gen right. for the last seven years. So, you know, close to $10 million. We've seen a lot of data. A lot of campaigns have come across my desk. We know it works, we know it doesn't work. And everything in between, right? So I just feel like that earns us the right to be able to talk about this with some level of competence and knowledge and the data, right? But recently, we stopped all of that. Mm -hmm. We stopped all of it. 
Yeah, but Geronimo was, you know, it was a marketing agency for the first five years of, of its life. But, you know, a marketing agency isn't what is going to turn a gym successful. But that's the real talk here. A that's marketing agency will never make your gym win. So pre-COVID, it was fine. You could launch an ad, fairly generic offer. It didn't even have to be a great offer. It didn't even have to be a great creative. Leads would come through the door. Leads would run into your studio. Remember those days? But then the market shifted, right? iOS 13, 14s, whatever they are. Like the big brands in Silicon Valley ended up spending more money, get out of like Facebook, Instagram, Google, and all those platforms. I don't want to get too technical, but they went from being like a subsidized, you know, CAC model to now actually paying and charging full freight for these platforms because a lot of people were using it. So it's just like in any given market, just like petrol, just like milk, just like any other market, it goes up. There's market forces, right? So everything shifted. The economics of the industry shifted. But a lot of the agency model stayed the same. Correct. They did not shift. And they kept their same model. So this is where, now, talking about us, right? Now, we've never actually told this story publicly. Yeah? Have you told any? Only yeah. mum. Okay. This is where she got messy, mm. right? So la- was it last year? It was like November, December last year. Yeah. More studios. We were busy. We were trying to scale. But just the results were just red, 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 right? What we realized was growing studios is at odds with growing an agency model. Mm -hmm. Unless you can charge high enough rates to have the attention close enough to customizing what's happening at the local studio level, it's at odds. And for an agency to be able to deliver that kind of value, they need to charge $10,000 or $20,000 a month. You you can't do that. $500 a month that they're charging. No, no, absolutely not. So when I wake up from the third surgery and I called you at sunrise... I just went, fuck, you got to meet me at the Yacht Club. We've got to kind of really have a think about what we're doing with the sort of marketing side of our business. It is because like we've got a, a sort of a mantra internally where we never want to be the problem. We never want to be the problem, right? At that moment, at that moment, I felt like we were the problem. Mm. Yeah. And that's why it was a bold decision. It was a brave decision, but it was the right decision. It was the right decision to make because- like the intent behind it was like, we've got to actually empower these guys now. Because what happened was we looked at the top studios in our program, the top studios in our program. And it's like, what sets these guys apart from everyone else? The ones at the bottom and were like the paddocky ones. The ones at the top, they actually fucking knew how to do it. Mm. They actually did their own marketing. They leaned into the nuances of their avatar and were celebrating that in their marketing. And they didn't make it about just more discounts and can you do it for me? Yeah. I think there were two steps that happened before we made that decision that I think at an obsession level might have been in our brains. Right. Okay. The first one was, yeah, we used to make sales for all our studios. And then over time, we'd make sales for half the studios and we'd coach half the studios on how to make sales. And over time, the shift went from the best results were the ones that we were selling for to the studios that were coaching to sell were actually outperforming our sales team. Why? Was that the coach or was it? I don't say it's because of... It's because they own the process from end to end and it empowered them, right? Mm. They, it, it empowered them. And it's you, if you understand something, you're always going to get a better result from you doing it than offering it to someone else. Always, right? Always. And the second part of it was towards the tail end of last year, there were some massive issues with Facebook, particularly for some of the networks that we work with, to the point where Facebook accounts were just getting shut down. Mm. We'd get a backup page up, that would get shut down. This went on for months and months and months, okay? So effectively, it was Stuart's one lead source predominantly up until that point, and all of a sudden it was gone. There was nothing, okay? So the coaching team, he did an amazing job of pivoting the marketing model to organic social media marketing. 
And the students got around it and they figured it out and they all of a sudden, because they empowered themselves to to learn their market, a new marketing model, which, you know, again, we weren't implementing this for them, mm. right? We coached them and they picked it up and ran with it. And because they're empowered to do it, they were getting better results than they ever realized they could get. So all of a sudden we're looking at the business going on. The guys that we're coaching to do sales are getting better sales results. The guys we're coaching to do organic marketing are getting amazing results. Why can't we just coach them on how to do the paid marketing as well? So we changed it. And that's what we realized, right? And using a fitness analogy, the strongest studios were doing their own push-ups. Mm-hmm. We weren't doing the push-ups for them. Correct. So they built the muscle. Some people hated us though. Yeah. For making the change. Yeah. Like the panicky ones. What do you reckon that was about? Insecurity. Right. Yeah. Insecurity. And, and they're the ones that probably, you know, fought the learning the sales side of it and never cracked the sales. And they're probably the ones that, that couldn't market that well in the organics. So- Let's go back to the other gurus promising all these leads and the agency's doing it for $500 a month. Like, how are they able to do that? And, you know, what is the warning that that should come with? Okay. They're able to do that because they've got someone working in India or Bangladesh or the Philippines. They're paying three bucks an hour to, and that person is running 20, 30, 40 different campaigns at once. Okay. So it's a copy paste across all the accounts that they're working on generic copy, generic creative, and it probably looks the same as every other client that they're working with right now. Mm. So there's no thought, there's no skill, there's no talent. It's just the bare bones. You will have an ad and you'll get some leads. Lead quality will be absolutely rubbish, but yes, you will be receiving leads. Mm. We've heard some shocking stories, right? Like they hide the stats from you. Yep. The best case scenario, the worst case scenario is like you've got no visibility over ad spend, over targeting, nothing. They run everything out of their agency account and you just receive some leads. All the way up to, yeah, the worst story I've heard was an agency was running some campaigns for a couple of clients. Their account got hacked, spent all the client's money and they washed their hands of it as well. What do you mean? The clients didn't get their money back because it was a hack. The agency got hacked. And the clients got defrauded. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So what they're not telling you, right? So the purpose of this episode was, again, to empower, to provide the knowledge, to just shine the light for you guys to make your own decision. What they're not telling you from the frame of our best high-performing studios, Mm -hmm. right, is the first thing is you need to be in charge of your marketing. Full stop. Full stop. It's about the nuances. No one else will get and understand the nuances. Every time... You know, like our best studios, like shout out to Alex and Lita down there in Wollongong. Every time they make a sale, they write down the notes of what that lady said, because they're women's only, what that lady said, and then they keep putting them back into the ad copy, which improves the learning process. And every single time they get another lead through, that lady, that mum says, oh my God, it's almost like like you're talking talking directly to me. It's like ChatGPT. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly right. So- All our top studios that we studied, they all did their own marketing. It's because of the nuances. Now, you can outsource or you can delegate some of the technicals, like the pressing of the The last piece of the pie, yeah. The launching of that, that's fine. Keep outsourcing that. But if you own the inputs into the marketing, the amazing thing that will happen is you'll have a better control over the output, which is the sale. You need to take responsibility for your own market, right? You need to take responsibility for it. No one else should come up with your ideas for you. It's your community. It's your people. It's your mission. You're always going to have the strongest, most potent marketing messages yep. for that. Hyper local, right? So what I see a lot is what we call this is our done with you marketing framework versus what I'm seeing a lot is done to you marketing. So done to you marketing is agency going, here's your ad, I'm going to run it, and you're going to get a lead. Like you've got no visibility on why that lead has even clicked on your ad. So how do you sell them? Yeah. 
Yeah, back to your point around like people didn't even know what offers they were running. The agency kind of just made it up for mm-hmm. them yep. because it's probably like an easier- Easier way to get leads. Easier way to get leads, which is the second thing, right? The other thing that they're not telling you, the other thing that the gurus and the other guys are not telling you is that they can't scale at the low prices that we've heard unless they compromise the level of attention that your particular ad account is getting, which means that it's a choice. It's either they scale or you scale. And they'll choose themselves. And of course, they're going to choose them skills, right? (laughs) So it can work in between, but it can't work forever because at some point, right, once you get through the generic kind of offers, once you get past that initial sugar hit of like, oh, but it's- it's working. It's working all right, yeah. Then it's like when you have to actually dig into finding out what sets you apart from every other ski on the block, it's like they're not going to know. They're not going to know. The third thing they're not probably telling you is that they've never actually owned, here we go, mm-hmm. a successful studio before. So when you actually do run into a problem that isn't a leads problem, they won't know what to do. More so than that, though, is... What if you don't actually have a leads problem? Mm. To your point, like people turn up and they've had hundreds of leads, but they're not making sales. We see all the time, like everyone thinks they've got a leads problem, but if you dig into a bit of the kind of metrics, it's actually not a leads problem. You actually stop the leads. There's something else happening in the studio, but they're not going to tell you that because like a painter's not going to tell you that actually you don't need new paint. You just need new furniture because mm. they're just there to paint. Mm. They're not trying to steal from you. They're just there to paint. Like they're a painter. It's all they know. There's probably other problems that you need to solve. It's not just the leads problem, right? So they're probably not telling you that. Definitely not, no. You see that come through? So, yeah, I see that come through all the time. And look, even worse than that is those generic agencies that not only have they never owned a gym, but they're doing some ads for a carpenter, they're doing some ads for a bloody dance academy, they're doing ads for a couple of gyms. Like, they're the worst, you know? Attention, gym owners, builders, architects, freelancers, and red whoever's got some money. Red flag. Red yeah. Flag. Yeah. The fourth thing that they're not telling you is they're not telling you it's actually easier to sell leads that come through from a customized offer using customized creative that's specific to your local market. They're not telling you that because fuck, they can't. Like they have to do generic stuff. They have to copy and paste stuff in order to keep the prices low. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we know from all the data we know, like the worst performing ads that we've ever run are like the stock HQ copy and creative. Mm. They always tank. Hang on, I'm going to see this over to Anna. She's here in the background. What I found out is that the best people to edit your ad copy with you is actually your salesperson because they have the intel that your copy needs in order to attract that certain avatar. Love that. So if you're not sure, here's a checklist that you can use to audit whoever's helping you at the moment. And what what I want to say is there are obviously good people out there as well. This isn't just like everyone else's shit, but we're not. Like, well, I'm just saying, and I don't even care. Like, it's not. We're just saying being empowered and involved. We're trying to empower you. We're trying to empower you. We're trying to lift the blindfold from over your eyes. Okay. So, what we're trying to say is here's the checklist, right? First thing in to look at your ads. Are you running avatar specific offers that directly speak to your perfect future member? So, what's an avatar? I'll hear them ask you. If you look at your current studio right now and you pick one, one guy, one girl, and you go, fuck, if I just had 50 more of those guys, if I had 50 more of Helen's, oh, my dream would come true, right? It is a dream to work with them. They get what you do. They value what you do. They'll fucking pay for it. They'll probably refer 15 people. And it's more profitable to work with them, right? Because they just get it. They can do it. And it's just, they're the niche within the niche. That's your avatar. Mm-hmm. That's your avatar. Is your offer speaking directly to that person or is it a generic offer? So again, I'll use an example of like what's happening right now. You know, people that kind of come to us have been running a seven for sevens or just 
free something. Ten for tens. Ten for tens or some other thing. It's just commoditizing their service. But they've been doing it for years. And as soon as we got them through our training in Million Dollar Studios or in the bootcamp product on our avatar training and magic offers and stuff that we teach them, they get leads come through, whether it's like a dad board thing or whether it's a mum's over whatever or a back to basics program or just like something that actually speaks to their core avatar. They've been in business for a while. They've been on that street for a while. Leads come through the door. They get them on the phone and the lead says, oh, I didn't know you guys were here. <laughs> it's the biggest fucking mind fuck because it's like, <laughs> I have been spending all this money for all this time and you had no idea that I even existed. It's because you didn't exist in their mind. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, are you using your own creative from your own studio, highlighting what's special about you guys and your members and your trainers and you know speaking directly to the market? Or is your agency just using generic images and generic videos or generic whatever? Now, that used to be us, okay? So I'm not being a hypocrite here. But leaning into that, the studios that are outperforming at the moment are the ones that are heroing their own creatives, yeah? their own members and what's so special about them. Yeah, Johnny Local doesn't care because there's a photo of Mark Wahlberg at an Hollywood studio. Yeah, exactly. My favorite example of that particular situation is, again, seeing studios with the owner and their team address the market, use their members through the testimonials. But like everyone said, there's nothing new about testimonials. But the way that they use their members through the creative and heroes the community really sets them apart. And it's not just about the same Canva image that's being used in every other mm. franchise, but it's actually like telling the stories of what's happening at their studio and bringing it back down to like their why and what sets them apart. Almost like, you know, we've got some of our studios that write their own stuff. They actually tell the market why they exist. And that really brings through so much great energy through the lead gen process and the sales process. The third thing is just check, are you seeing and getting accurate data, accurate information from your own ad account? Are they telling you what your CPL is? Are they telling you how much of the money you give them goes to the ads or how much they're absorbing as part of their service fees? Because sometimes they've got different sort of models. We've heard that as well, right? Yeah, we sometimes spoke to Jared the other day and Jared was like, I pay two grand a month. How much is Rad spent? And that includes I spent. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They won't, they won't tell me. And no one seems to give me an answer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's that transparency. So the first one is, are you running avatar-specific offers or general offers? Are you running your own avatar-specific creative or is it generic stock standard creative? That feels like it's been copy and pasted from somewhere else. Are you seeing and getting accurate data from your own ad account or is it kind of hidden behind a thin veil? So they're the three key things. I think the fourth thing is, well, like, do you feel like you're involved? Yeah, done with your marketing versus done to your marketing. Yeah, do you feel like you're involved in that process or I'm just going to check you. Do you feel like you've kind of outsourced it because it's too hard and, and you just want someone else to deal with it? And like, if that's working for you, then happy days. But if it's not, like... I would invite you to consider there's probably another way to do that. Mm. So we're completely hybrid now, which was big news for us, right? Like we're completely hybrid now. We teach them on how to do it. We coach them on how to do it. We share what's working every single week. Dr. Dre is in the, in the ads room. The ads coach. And he's like performing surgery on people's ad accounts. Our students like model it. They customize it. Now they're selling fucking four-week things, three-week things, two-week things, $500 things, $800 things. I just love seeing how much more confident they are in the fucking process and just how much more ownership that they're having in that particular thing. Shout out to D-Paint who was like, 
he was selling this. He had a net 50 last month. And he's like, do you know what? Every single person that I've spoken to, they've all got the same story. They want to go back to basics. They've had some time on the sideline. They used to do this. They used to do that. They've had some time off, right? And they want to come back, but they know they can't go from zero to 100. They want to just go back to basics. So he goes, I'm going to run a back to basics program. I'm going to price it at this. I'm getting the creative together this weekend. We're filming all this kind of stuff. Here's what the program will include, like a workshop for this, a workshop for this. And like, just, I don't even care if it doesn't work. It's just the fact that he was involved, the fact that he took that ownership. But it will work. But it will work. It will work. Exactly. It's like, no one's doing that. Like, all his neighboring studios are flatlining, and he had a net 50 across both studios last month. Fucking tell me. Like, is that a coincidence? So that's what we love about the hybrid model, right? And it gets the best of both of us because we teach them how to do it. We empower them to take responsibility for the whole marketing frame. From start, from lead to sale. Yep. But if they're just not sure on how to press the button, well, most studio owners are pressing the buttons or they get the manager to do it. Yep. Or they hired a VM, we've trained them how to do it, or they outsource that bit to somewhere else. So it's the best of both worlds. But what's our actual data show us? So let's go back to like- Let's go back to February. So yeah. Well, let's go back in first. So like last- November? Go back to November. So November, like, yeah, November was red, 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 not just like on a CPL basis, but it was red because there was no leads coming through because Facebook wasn't working, right? Fast forward, Facebook sort of got up around Christmas time again. Lead flow opened up a little bit. There was a bit of a, a blip because I think yeah, the market was pretty quiet over that Christmas period, right? But we keep our ads going to capitalize on that on that normally quiet time, right? So there was a bit of a pickup in lead generation, and then that just came crashing down late Jan, early Feb. Right, which was terrible timing because we've got the entire industry looking to launch into the New Year's challenge and it just went flat as a tack because every man and his dog was out there in the market with the same challenge ads, yeah. the same New Year's ads, right? So Legion just dried up, CPLs went through the roof late Jan, early Feb, and it stayed that way for a good couple of weeks. And we made our transition to the hybrid model to done with you marketing late Feb. And since then, lead gen has just gone from a problem to not a problem across the board yeah and it's going to turn turn leads down for sure or turn lead gen off yeah. that's the problem now yeah. and what's it done to the sales conversions like when we look at our trends report every single month did people get that much better at the sales skill or were they speaking to anna will say that they've got better at sales skill but i think the real data is they're selling people who are their avatar it's just they've gone from friction state to complete flow state and speaking to their, but like, so our, yeah, our May trends report over 50% of our studios were selling at a 40% or better conversion rate. Mm. And that tracks directly back to the quality of the leads they're getting. And yeah, we're not going to take credit for that. No. They're getting their leads themselves because it's their copy, their creative, their offer. And again, the thing here is, is I genuinely, it, it warms my heart to see the owners like grab onto this want to become a better owner, like want to have a high-performing studio. They know, like a lot of these guys weren't natural marketers. They weren't natural salespeople. They weren't natural salespeople, but now they're doing both. And that has been the real big transformation that I'm so proud of for the community, Mm. right? For our academy. So with that, if you're struggling with lead flow and you want to be in more control of your destiny, my offer is I want you to reach out in the show notes. We've got a link to request a free ads audit. You don't even have to speak to us. We can just shoot your Loom video. We'll send you back the sort of Loom response. My team will do that. Completely obligation free. I just want to help just open your eyes. And this is unfiltered, right? I just want to help open your eyes to what might be going on. And if you find something useful there, then you can take that back to your agency or whoever's working on and maybe you can ask them to do a bit better for you. What else do you think in terms of that sort of free ads audit? 
we'll just shine a lot on how many leads you should be getting, what kind of leads you should be getting. But, you know, we can even start talking about what kind of office you should be running, you know? So just for the listeners of the podcast, just for the listeners of the podcast, okay? So that's the thing that we wanted to come across here is that there's a lot of stuff that the industry is not telling you. We were definitely part of it, right? Until we realized that we were the problem. So we made the change because it was the right thing to do, even though it was bold. And ultimately, at the end of the day, we're here for the industry. We want to lift the tide of the industry. We want to help more good people run great studios and live a better life and just really have something that they're proud of. So with that, thank you for listening to this podcast. All the links are in the show notes and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. If something resonated with you, then do one of two things. Either leave a review or send this episode to a mate who's in the industry who might need to hear this. But if you want more right now because your head might be spinning and you're like, all right, those, that, what the hell do I do right now? Then in the show notes, you'll find a link to where you can book in for a free 15-minute checkup on your studio where we get to have a look at how you're going right now and where some of the kind of quick win opportunities are to get you moving faster. I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. And if you're listening to this right now, I want you to know that I love you, I appreciate you, I'm grateful for you, and I'm in your corner. You are on the right track and I believe in you. So keep going and I'll see you next week.